Father's house, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. Everybody that's been prayed for, do you receive? Just, just say, I receive my healing. Everyone that's been prayed for. They're sitting out there in the pew. You know, we just, uh, you know, we were up here a few weeks ago praying for Amanda's grandmother. Completely, Sheila, completely. Come on now. Completely healed of cancer. Did you share that? I'm sure you probably shared that Wednesday, right? Yeah, completely healed. Completely healed. Come on, if we don't believe God can heal, let's just, we'll do something else. I take authority over every infirmity. You know what the scripture says? The scripture says that he came to heal all our diseases. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Forget not all his benefits. What's your health plan? I got one that's better than Obamacare. Oh, come on. Forget not all his benefits. God has some benefits. He has a benefits program who heals all our diseases. Who brings people back to life. I said he brings people back to life. This woman right here has got a daughter that was raised from the dead a few weeks ago. I don't know if you realize that or not. Is God still raising people from the dead? You better believe he is. God's still healing cancer. God's still raising people from the dead. You got a daughter that was raised from the dead, too. You guys got to, come on. Come on, you don't wrap the umbilical cord around somebody until they're blue and they, they're not, they haven't breathed. And then the doctor says they're going to be mentally retarded and, all these, and they'll never walk again. And we watch her walk every time we see her come in this door. Come on, we forget who God is. He's a good God. I said, he's a good God. He still moves. He's not dead. Woo. I remember when Jacob was just a little small child. I can't remember how old he was, but Wanda was, had him in her lap. And 
he turned his head and had this big knot right on the side of his neck. You know, it just stuck out there. It was huge. Took him to the doctor, and they said, well, it's this thing that happens sometimes in babies. And, uh, you know, he's, it's more, more prevalent in boys, and he's probably going to have to have surgery to have that, that thing go in there in his neck and have that surgically removed. And we just said, you know, Lord, you're the great physician. You know, we really don't want our baby to have to have surgery. Guess what? God took it out. You know, I've seen fever drop from 105.1 to 98.6 in 30 minutes. If you got some Tylenol or ibuprofen that does that, I want some. I'll borrow some of yours. I've not seen any yet that'll do that. It might help a little bit. Am I telling the truth? 105.1 to 98.6. Come on, God still heals. Sarah, he's... <laughs> do we have the faith to believe? Do we have the faith to believe? We got to start. We got to start. Come on. I'm, I, I came to preach a word this morning, but listen, I'm telling you, and, and, and I understand the word's so, more, so important. It's so important, but we've heard so much word. It's running out our ears. Come on, we got to start doing something with the word that we've heard. These guys fill the pulpit. These guys fill the pulpit. We've heard so much preaching, but preach me a good message. Well, do something with the word we've already heard. Come on, let's be the church. Let's start believing it. Let's start believing this book. If we don't believe this book, let's do something else. Why go to a bigger building if we're not going to have bigger faith? I'm just, I'm just getting messed up. I proclaim blinded eyes are going to be opened. Deaf ears. Deaf ears are going to be unstopped. Lame's going to walk. Dumb are going to speak. Come on, do you believe it? Am I in the right place? People are going to be delivered from depression, anxiety. It's not about us. It's about Him. We proclaim it. Come on, we proclaim it. Thank you, Jesus. So if you're out there, one more time, lift your hands. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Who needs it? Who needs it? Receive it. Jay. We speak the healing of a region. We speak the healing of a nation. Thank you, Jesus. If you're dealing, anybody in the room that's been dealing with anxiety and depression and fear, I come against that in the name of Jesus and I take authority over it. 
You know, here's the thing. And here's the thing. When you, when you have dealt with the spirit and you've defeated that spirit and put it in its place and then you have the authority, come on now. And there's some in this room that have dealt with that spirit. I myself being one, a lot of pastors deal with it, but they have too much pride to talk about it in the pulpit. Some do. Some, some will talk about it. So others won't. But I dealt with that spirit several years ago, but I take authority over in the name of Jesus. You don't have to live in fear. You don't have to live in anxiety. You don't have to live in depression. You don't have to live. You don't have to live that way. I speak that if you're having trouble sleeping, you're going to sleep well tonight. He will keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed up on him. Peace be still. He's the master of the seed. You receive that? All right. Anybody else? You got an ailment. We speak healing over you. Jesus' name. I just wanted to share something I've already shared before in the past. I saw one time in my spirit while I was in prayer, not a physical vision, but in my spirit, I saw this mountain that came down on one side and a mountain that came down on the other side. And on the one side... It said spiritual realm. And on the other side, it said natural realm. And on the spirit realm side of that mountain were all of the blessings that the cross paid for. The storehouses of God. Healing, deliverance, all the things that we need. But in between, there was this big valley And then I saw a bridge that went across and stretched from one side to the other. And right across the bottom of that bridge was the word faith. Written out real plain and big letters, faith. And the Lord let me know that everything that we need is there. It's already there. And the only way to bridge that big chasm between the spirit and the natural is by faith. By faith, we believe those things that are there are ours. And it doesn't matter if your eyes see. It doesn't matter. It's there. I read this week And this ministered to me. I love to deal with flowers. That's my therapy. I love working in flowers. And and you know, I have these beautiful azalea bushes. But if my eyes didn't work and I was blind, those azaleas would still be there. Whether I see them or whether I don't, they're there. Even though your physical eye cannot see, it's there. It's there. It is finished. It is done. And by faith, that becomes ours. That becomes ours when we believe the Word of God. 
We call forth those things in the spirit realm to come into the natural. When God said, let there be light, the spirit, God is spirit, spoke the word and it affected the natural realm and there was a physical natural sun that was formed that can be touched and seen when we believe the word of God and take his word by faith it will cross things from the spirit realm into the natural and it will change things that's why I declare today and have for years and will continue to declare that with the stripes of Jesus, James is healed. And it's not, when will it happen? It's not if it will happen, it's when will I see it? Because it's already done. It's already done. And it's there already. I'm just waiting for God's timing. And so you hold on to the promises of God and by faith you call forth what is already there. Call it into the natural. Call it into the natural by His Word. Faith in His Word. And we give God praise. If you want to. How many say just, you're just going to start believing that and this, this week... You know, you're going to hear, you're going to just see things happen. Amen. All right. You guys can be seated just for a moment. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate that so much, man. If you, if you came to hear, if you came for a, a neat prepackaged cut and dry service uh, I'm sorry uh, but you know Ernie Ernie I love the Ernies don't you guys Ernie and Ernie that's the Ernie and Ernie show uh, it's so easy to do prepackaged but, you know, you have to be sensitive to the Spirit of the Lord. Um, let, me, let me ask you this. You know, how many, how, many, how many would rather have a home-cooked meal than something warmed up in the microwave? You know, that microwave lasagna just isn't as good as a big baked pan, right? I ain't talked about food in a while. You know. If you want chicken nuggets. Uh oh, I'm sorry, Jill. No. No, seriously, can I just be honest with you? How often today is the church settling for chicken nuggets? How- God give us an outlaw ribeye from Longhorns. Bone in. Forgive us for settling for chicken nuggets. 
styrofoam food from McDonald's. Oh, I'm on TV. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I like your sweet tea. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? Seriously. Is the church not settling today? We get so complacent, pastors. We get so complacent. And we're just like, okay, you know. There's more. I said, there's more. I told you guys a long time ago. Uh, how many of you ever go out to eat a nice meal? You know, and, and you know, you love going out to eat a nice meal when you can. Uh, I'll tell you what, I eat a lot of nice meals at home. Where's my wife at? God blessed me with a great cook. And uh, we, eat a, we eat a lot of nice meals at home. We're having ribs today. Uh-oh, Bob and Glenn will be knocking on the door, won't they? Um, but who's uh, ever going to have a steak and a baked potato or whatever? Myself, I'm killing you guys, aren't I? It's getting lunchtime. Myself, I prefer a baked sweet potato. Let me like it. We got a baked sweet potato lovers in the house. A little cinnamon, a little brown sugar. Probably takes away the healthiness of it. Still got your beta carotene in there, though, so it's good food. Sweet potatoes, good food. It's healthy food. But how many's ever ate the salad and got up and says, well, okay, I'm done? No. You're saying there's a steak in the kitchen and I want it, right? So we got to stop quitting at the salad. Amen? Are y'all with me? I'm going to say, God, okay, and this is really, this is really where we're going to say, God, we want the meat. Time to get off the milk and get on the meat. Oh, that'll preach. I preached that message one time a long time ago, and I had a big carton of milk sitting on the pulpit and a big piece of steak on the other side. You want the milk or you want the meat? Amen? Paul told the Corinthians in one place, he said, I can't feed you meat. Amen? Do y'all love me? All right, I'll, I'll go on. I'm just going to read you a scripture here. We won't keep you long. We've been here for a while, I understand. By the way, we're going to have praise, prayer, and proclamation this evening at 5 o'clock. And we're going to come out here, man, and we're going to just get soaked in the presence of the Lord and just proclaim some things and proclamation, speak some things. How about we speak some things over this region? How about we speak some things over our nation? Uh, how about we speak that a godly presidential candidate would arise some, from somewhere? God help us. Elder Rice, do you think you might run? <laughs> What'd you say? He's no older than Bernie Sanders? Oh, he's younger than Bernie Sanders. Yeah. 
All right, just, just curiosity. How many in the room would vote for Elder Rice over every other candidate? <laughs> you got that many, man. All right, I'm not, I'll, I'll stay away from politics. I'll, I'll just say this, it's a circus. But you know what? That's why the church is going to have to rise up. We can't depend on these people, man. You know, used to you had godly men that, that, that were godly you know, uh, there were some godly people that there have been godly men that have led this nation that believed what they said and, and stood on it and didn't back down. But goodness gracious. All right. Here we go. Can I read you the scripture just for a few minutes? Can I, I'm share just a couple of thoughts with you? We're going to let you go home because you're going to come back out tonight at 5 o'clock. So you're going to give you plenty of time to go home and eat and rest and be back out here. Where are we at? First. First uh, Kings 18. Jesus. Somebody's enjoyed the presence of the Lord. Just Okay. I want to start with verse 1. Did I give you those scriptures, Dwayne? Apologize. First Kings 18. We appreciate Dwayne doing the overhead this morning. By the way, if you're wondering where Jacob is, I've got to brag on my son. He's tickled to death. He got uh, a second time this has happened. He got invited to 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 drum this morning and tonight at uh, uh, Pastor Jerry Lewis's church. He's filling in for Ernie's uh, son, Josh. I think Josh had his wisdom teeth out. Is that right? And uh, pray for him. But uh, Jacob went down yesterday for a rehearsal. They practiced last night. They put him up in the hotel and all that stuff. So he's like, man, he's just like, he's, you know. You know. But he should be, right? You know, so it's an honor. So that's where Jacob is. He's playing there. He's drumming there this morning and tonight as well. Pray for him as he travels. Hallelujah. First Kings 18. <clears throat> Verse 1. I'm just going to read here, and we're just going to talk to you as the Lord says talk to you, and I promise we won't keep you long. And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord, how many knows we need to hear the word of the Lord? The word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go show yourself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. I want you to back up real quickly. I'm, I'm going to share some thoughts with you. God has, spoke, he has spoken so many things to me in these verses, and I wish I could convey it to you. I hope that I can convey it to, to you the way he wants me to. Back up just a second, 1 Kings 17. And Elisha the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, and unto Ahab... As the Lord God of Israel is, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Now, here's a prophet of the Lord, Elisha. Here's a prophet of the Lord, Elijah. He stands up and he tells uh, Ahab, it's not going to rain. Not only that, he says, there's not going to be, it's not going to be any rain, it's not going to be dew, it's, it's just, it's just going to be a drought. Amen. He tells Ahab, the king of Israel, how many, how many knows we need to hear the prophetic word of the Lord again? We're hearing a lot of chatter. Oh, come on, help me. This may not be an amen, amen preaching message, but I just want to share some thoughts with you. If nothing else, to lay some foundation. So he tells, Brandon, he tells Ahab what's going to happen. He says, it's not going to rain, right? And, and then 
Elisha goes, and he goes by the brook, and he sits there by the brook. Now, he has prophesied that it's not going to rain, and now God sent him to a brook, and he has to watch the brook dry up. I call it Dry Brook University. Nobody wants to go through anything anymore. We live in ease, the United States of ease, the United States of the offended. Oh, I got to save this one. He prophesies it's, it's not going to rain, and now God's sending ravens to feed him by the brook. He goes to Drybrook University. The brook dries up. He sits there and watches it dries up, dry up. Well, he prophesied it was going to, so now it's drying up. There's no rain. It's got to dry up. People miss that point. Then he goes to the widow's house, and he says, what? You go, what do you got in the house? A little bit of cake, a little bit of meal, a little going to make a cake. Cruise of oil, we're going we're gonna to eat. It's going to be our last meal. We're going to sit down and die. Prophet says, make me some. Make me one. All right? Prophetic word of the Lord. Now he's in, I call this one, empty barrel graduate school. <laughs> he done went through Drybrook University. Now he's in empty barrel graduate school. The problem today is, you know, everybody wants things, we want things to be at ease, even within the church, keep me comfortable, but nobody. Now, I, 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 I preach blessings, and I don't think God wants us to struggle. I come against the spirit of poverty all the time. It's not what I'm talking about. But how many knows, sometimes God allows things to happen for us to go through things to get us where he wants to get us to. You're going to be all right. Amen? Now, Elijah's went through all this stuff, Daniel. And now, look at verse, let's go back to 18. And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah. There he said, go show yourself to Ahab, and I'm going to send rain. All right. And now Elijah went to show himself unto Ahab. There was a famine. You're talking about faith. I don't know if you, we miss so much in this. Elijah had told Ahab it's not going to rain and now there's a famine, so he's going to go talk to Ahab. Are you with me? And Ahab called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house. Obadiah, Obadiah feared the Lord. How many knows God always puts somebody in strategic places? Oh, I could preach right there. Young people, go where God wants you to go. Everybody's not supposed to be a preacher. Where's Mitchell at? God's going to use you on that on that. On that track. Come on, somebody come into agreement. God puts people in strategic places. Here's Ahab. Oh, I, I, Ahab's this wicked king, and he's, he's, horrible. he's a horrible leader of the people of Israel, and he's listening to his, his, his wicked wife named Jezebel. Come on. And, and, but, but right in the middle of that, uh, this gets me excited. Right in the middle of that, God puts somebody named Obadiah who fears the Lord. God, you know, if you're talking about what's happening in our nation, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Obviously, uh, I hope I don't get in trouble with our leadership for, for preaching this way, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. People are asking me who I'm going to vote for. I haven't decided yet. I'm still praying. 
I'm still praying. Don't make any hasty decisions. All right. Now, here's, here's the thing. Honestly, I don't feel like we have a good clear-cut choice. But if we'll pray, and, and, and even though there may be an Ahab in the White House, there can be an Obadiah that's sitting in there too. Oh, y'all ain't hearing that. God can put people in strategic places Oh, he put Nehemiah, and he, 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 he was a king's cupbearer, and he had access to the king, and he was able to say, let me go back and rebuild the walls, and the king let him go. Are y'all hearing me? After all, this, after all this years of bondage, God can put the right person in there. Well, he can, he can save somebody that's a candidate. All right. Amen. God sure needs to save the queen. All right, some of y'all get that later. Amen. God needs to save. God needs to save people from the Jezebel spirit. Oh, I'm, I'm, too, I'm in too far now. I'm just going to speak the truth. Come on, is the church going to rise up and recognize the Jezebel spirit? This Ahab was under rule of a Jezebel spirit. We've had presidents in our nation that's been under the rule of a Jezebel spirit. All right. Here we go. I got to hurry. Ahab called Obadiah, which is the governor of his house, Obadiah feared the Lord great. And it was when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord. And Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by, the, by 50 in a cave and fed them with bread and water. He took care of the prophets of God. Amen. And Ahab said unto Obadiah, Go into the land and to all the fountains of water, all the brooks, permits we may find grass. <laughs> Look at this. To save the horses. History tells us, pastors, and you guys have said this, I know that he had several thousand horses. There's a famine in the land. He says, Save the horses. Don't worry about the people. Save the horses. Don't worry about the people. Save the owls. We need somebody to stand up. Amen. Now, I know none of us, you know, you say, well, Pastor, what can I do? You got to start somewhere. Start at your local level. Some people say, well, it don't matter who you elect locally. Yes, it does. This good word, you receive it. So they divided the land between them. What they're going, what they're doing is they're gonna they're gonna go look for they're gonna look they're look for Elijah and 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 Obadiah. Now you gotta love this. Obadiah runs into Elijah. He runs into Elijah and he and, and he calls Elijah. He refers to him. You gotta see it here. Elijah was and he met him, verse seven, and knew him, and fell on his face and said, "Are you the are you my Lord Elijah?" And he answered, said, I am, go tell the Lord, behold, Elijah's here. Now you got to understand, check this out. Ahab, Danny, had been looking for Elijah for years and he couldn't find him. So now Elijah says, go tell him I'm here. Do you guys see that? Wow. Tell him, Elijah, it's... It's, it's, it's a spirit, guys. you got to see this because when John the Baptist... When John the Baptist came, he came in the spirit 
of Elijah. Prepare the way. So it's time for the church to say, go, oh, you got to get this. It's time for the church to look at that Jezebel spirit, that Ahab spirit and said, Elijah is here. We've been hid for too long. Amen? Is anybody with me? All right, here we go. A couple more thoughts here. We'll, we'll let, we're going we're gonna to finish this. And he answered him, I am. Go tell the, the Lord Elijah's here. And he said, what have, I, what? have I sinned that you would deliver me? Did serve Ahab to slay me as the Lord God lives? There's no nation or kingdom where my Lord has sent me to seek thee. And when they said he is not there, he took an oath. The kingdom of nations, they found thee not. See, they've been looking for him everywhere. And now you're saying, go tell him you're here. And it shall come to pass as soon as I'm gone, they're going to kill me. Now, verse, verse 13. Was it not told my Lord that I did when Jezebel slew the prophets, that I hid them in a cave? And now you want me to go tell him that Elijah's here. He's going to kill me. Verse 15, Elijah said, you got to see this. As the Lord God of hosts liveth before whom I stand, I will surely show myself unto him. I'm going to show myself unto him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. And it came to pass when Ahab was, I can't see through these glasses. came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah that Ahab said unto him, here you go, here's what I want you to see. In the King James it says, are he that troubles Israel? Here it says, O troubler of Israel. Now, real quick, I'm going to give you a quick thought. If you go to Acts chapter 16, verse 7, when, when, when you all remember the story where the woman with the bad spirit was following Paul. You know, here's the son of the most high, and she had a spirit of divinity. She, she, it was, she, you know what I'm saying? Bad spirit, right? And then Paul discerned that spirit, and then they put Paul, you guys know they put him in prison, and then they said, these are the guys that trouble the city. Here's my message. Daniel's always asking for a topic, a name, to put on the, the live stream. Here's the title. Here comes trouble. Well, I, can I have some people that's going to stand up? You see, a, see, you got you to gotta get this. Ahab was concerned about the horses, the things. If you'll read that in Acts chapter 16, go home and read it. In Acts chapter 16, it says, these guys are messing with our gains. So everything is centered around the love of money. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. And we've even commercialized the gospel to where preachers get on TV and all they want is your money. Am I preaching you the truth? Go to Acts 16. These guys are messing with our gains. And the scripture says they were the ones that troubled the city. So here comes trouble. We need some trouble to come to this wicked spirit that's taking control of our nation and taking control of our churches. Amen? And saying everything is at ease. Don't mess, don't mess it up. Y'all got to hear this. Washington don't want to be messed up. Am I preaching you the truth? A lot of mega ministries don't want to be messed up. Money. Oh, this ain't popular, I know. It's the truth, though, right? We need the prophetic. See, here's the difference, and I want to close here, I promise. He says, are you that troubles Israel? So, see, he was placing blame, 
And here's, here's what you see. Two very different personalities. One di two different ways of life. And here's what I want you to ask yourself as you go home today. One was a man of the world. We're looking at Ahab. Ahab and Elijah. One was a man of the world. One was a man of the word. One walked independently of God in open rebellion. One walked dependently in, in, in humble submission. One walked, one depended on the substitutes of the world, the inventions of his own mind. One trusted in the promises of God. You with me? And the last one, one was bitter, angry, fearful, frustrated, and was failing in his responsibility, and the other one was bold and effective for the Lord. So we need some Elijahs rather than the spirit of Ahab. Amen. Is anybody with me in, in, in the house? Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Say, somebody say we receive it. Come on, somebody say we receive it. I, I, I've got some more I can share, but I'll stop right there. We've... We've been here a while this morning. But do you receive the word? Amen. How many understands that's where we are? And we need somebody to stand up and say, hey, here's the truth. Amen. Amen. All right, let's stand. Who's going to agree with your pastor that everybody's prayed for this morning is going to be healed? Tommy, you're going to be healed. Karen, you, amen? Healed. Healed. Where's the other one's at? Elder Rice, healed. Samantha, would you pray for? Healed. Mr. Rice, healed. Karen, healed. Mitchell, healed. Come on, if you believe that, come on, give God praise. You believe that, come on, they're going to be healed. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to ourfathershouseky.org.